welcome to Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly podcast. When we gather in, we're gathering in to fellowship. We're gathering in to take prayer requests, to get into the word, the gospel of peace. We are here to gather in to exalt the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And as we meet, as you come in and check and see what we're up to, we will get to share testimony of God's glory in our lives and in others' lives to encourage one another and to lift one another up in time of need. So we thank you for joining us at this Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly broadcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Blessings and shalom to you. but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. There's another scripture that's 1 John 4, 4, and it says, Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And we're set apart by love. We'll be known. We'll be known as disciples by our love and walking in truth. Sometimes when we hear certain words, they bring this preconceived notion and it causes us to miss what is really being communicated to us. It can become a hindrance. But born again is a kind of term that that opens uh, the doors of our thinking. On one side, people will hear that phrase, born-again Christian, and they may think um, it's some type of extreme thinking, possibly even judgmental. I've been in places before where they asked the question and people were offended. And, you know, um, it can cause problems, but I've also seen people get offended by that question. And then because they stuck around and they listened, uh, they rededicated their lives. And so it was, you know, a blessing. But this term, born again, it is, um, it is a spiritual condition that we find ourselves in. We are born again, physic- we're born physically, but we're born into the kingdom of God spiritually through Christ Jesus and so that is a very vital thing uh, as being uh, a son or daughter in the kingdom of God we have to be born again and there's even a scripture that says that if you are not born again you will not see the kingdom of heaven and remember uh, the rabbi that was questioning Christ in the night saying how can I be born of my mother's womb again and this is um, 
this is a great lesson for us to uh, to be reminded of and to remember. Without being born, oh well, John three three says this. If he went on to say, "Truly I say unto you, unless one is born of water, the spirit and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God." That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And so that is Jesus using this term, being born again. He wasn't just talking about a change in lifestyle or a new beginning. He was literally talking about being born in the spirit of God. There's even a more scripture that says that we walk by spirit, we walk in spirit and in truth, or we praise in spirit and in truth. And God would have us to walk in spirit and in truth. So we wouldn't want to be walking always in carnal ways, but that we would be walking spiritually for the glory of God. So this first birth that we have, of course, is our physical birth into this world, but our second birth is our spiritual birth into God's world, His kingdom. This first birth is when we're born into our mother's womb, and of course, the word says that we are the fruit of God's womb. That we're his inheritance. And so, as we're born again, through Christ Jesus, the Spirit of God comes and inhabits us. And that is where the John 4, 1 John 4, 4 comes in. That greater is he that is within us and he that's in the world. And when you really study that out, you realize that God is saying that a piece of him is inside of you and that is the image of God that we would we would bear his heart and uh, testify of his glory and um, point to his mercy and his grace and his beautiful forgiveness towards us as we repent and that that's greater than any type of antichrist demonic spirit in this world and to be counted as a child of God is truly amazing. It's a great privilege. It's an honor to be counted. And this is our reality as believers in, in Jesus Christ. This is a reality. To some people, they, they hear that term, um, be born again. Or they hear the term covered in the blood, you know? Or maybe even um, give your life to Jesus. And sometimes they're thinking concrete, you know, they're not thinking spiritual, and that's okay because we all have went through periods where we, you know, we didn't know these things. We had to be shown by the spirit of revelation, and faith comes by hearing the word of the Lord. And so uh, you want to continue to share the gospel of peace with those that are may be struggling with those terms and pray for them that God would reveal himself to them in even greater measure and that they would receive salvation and those that are already saved and maybe they're struggling a little bit with some of the concrete thinking um, with the, the terms then pray that their eyes be open pray that the scales will be, be pulled off the eyes and the ears will be unstopped 
these are things that Christ came to do, to destroy the, the works of the enemy. And we all understand to a point that, that the enemy is always trying to, to uh, keep us from the truth and knowledge of Christ Jesus and the kingdom of God. And the battlefield is of the mind. The enemy wants to tear down our thoughts, our faith, and all these things. And so God's spirit is within us. And when we begin to focus on this truth and we begin to gracefully reflect that truth to others, then we then we're we're in unity with what God would have for us. God wants us all to be supernaturally um, supernaturally endowed with his spirit inside of us that we would be born into his kingdom and used as an instrument and you know the word even says that all things are done for the glory of God he works all things out for our good and so if God is placing his spirit inside of us it is for his glory of course we get to reap them the benefits of peace and joy and salvation and healing and the fruits of the Spirit and every benefit that comes by faith and obedience in God's Word. I mean, wow. The exchange of an old life for a new, there is no comparison. I think once we all get a taste to see how good God is, we don't want to go back. And um, it's very vital that we lean not on our own understanding but take heart to the words and the instruction of God's word for our life and he tells us that the lion, the roaring lion is seeking whom he can devour and if he can shake us in our thoughts and our emotions, he feels like that's his open door to dismantle the face and um, disarm us and that's where our decrees and our declarations come in, our proclamations, our affirmations of who we are in Christ. That is where these things come in because we're taking our authority. We're practicing and growing and strengthening ourselves in the truth of God's word. And that is a great focus for our life, that we would take these things to heart, that we would believe the word of God that we would believe that he's going to supernaturally sustain us, keep us, defend us, and mature us as we grow. So let's pray. Let's pray about this topic, this understanding that God's Spirit is inside of us. Abba Father, we thank you. We believe and declare that your spirit is alive inside of us. Deepen our awareness of this understanding and this wisdom. Give us knowledge and perspective, God, that we would be flexible and open to whatever you have planned for us in our life, God. We want you to move powerfully through us. We want to be blessed and we want to be a blessing to others, God, that we would not just be receivers, but givers, oh Lord, that, that we wouldn't just uh, testify of your passion, but that we would testify of your compassion, God, and that we would have a passion for 
for your kingdom and a compassion for those entering in to your kingdom, God. So we thank you, Lord, that through your Son, Jesus Christ, that you raise up an expectation of what can happen in our life, God. You give us a hope, a blessed hope. You give us a path of righteousness. God, we thank you for everything that you've established through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. He is our Redeemer. He is our hope in all things. We thank you for for joy and for peace and for love. And Lord, we thank you for the truth that sets us free. Set us apart, Lord. Set us apart. That as you set a part of yourself apart inside of us for your glory and your will, set us apart for your purposes, God, that we would be sanctified and purified and ready for service. Lord, it doesn't matter how long we've been a Christian or how long we've been in communication with you, God, through salvation and prayer and praise. It doesn't matter. You're always looking to use us in some way, God, whether it be a word of encouragement, whether it be an act of kindness, God, whether it be a word of wisdom or laying hands on the sick, God, whether it just be driving a fellow church member to the doctor. Oh, Lord, you you want to use your people. Lord, and I just thank you that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Lord, we just thank you for every blessing. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Amen. yourself. Exodus 32, 29. Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord that he may bestow a blessing on this day. Leviticus 20, verse 7 and 8. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my statutes, do them, and I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Leviticus 20, Verse 26, you shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have separated you from other peoples so that you should be mine. Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, for you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be his special people, treasured above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may declare the goodness of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Praise God. I think it's Matthew 5, 14, I think it is where it talks about you are the salt and the light of the world. And in the same chapter, it talks about you are you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And those 
things speak so um, specifically to me on a personal level and I and I know it does to you too I think we all hear the call of the father and the son calling us to uh, his kingdom to shine brightly to declare the works and the glory of the Lord and uh, these are things that we want to declare into our life that God would would sanctify us set us apart purify us prepare us for service help us come to a place of being um, dedicated you know kind of like a dedicated uh, place of prayer or a dedicated um, line of communication between you and God like that you you know you enter in through praise and thanksgiving and you only come in in the name of Jesus you know there's um, a way to holiness a highway to holiness which Christ Jesus gave us keys to. He showed us by example of how to pray. He showed us by example, by teaching uh, Peter that he was given the keys of the kingdom to bind and to loose. And then look at Isaiah 22-22 where um, the keys of David are uh, to close doors that no man can open and open doors that no man can close. So God gives us keys and those keys uh, in relationship to um, consecrating ourselves as, as set apart and made holy. And this is a journey and a process to progress uh, in our relationship with God, and it's beautiful. So there's no condemnation, there's no guilt or shame in um, where you are with the Lord. God wants to be the author and the finisher of your faith, and that relationship timing is all in his hands of course we want to continue to move forward right we don't want to take 20 steps back but we don't uh, want the enemy to guilt or shame us because we made a mistake of course we go into the secret place of the most high we go to the throne of the lord in prayer and in repentance and we ask for strength we ask that god would help us to turn away for whatever that thing was and don't be discouraged that your growth is not you know moving as fast as you would like it to god knows your heart and never stop praying for god to bless you and, and grow you and mature you and, and lead you and guide you those are that those prayers are the will of god that we would count on the promises of his word but right now we're going to decree and declare and this is taking authority in your faith and your hope and your trust in God that his words are true and that he is going to transform your situation. I decree and declare that I dedicate my life to service of the Lord just like my Savior dedicated his life to service in Jesus' name. I will consecrate myself to the Lord, I decree and declare by Exodus 32, 29, that you will bless me, Lord, because I choose to consecrate myself, God, but you will also set me apart and purify me, God. In the name of Jesus, as one who is set apart, I will practice the presence of the Lord in my daily life. Oh, Lord, 
I decree and declare, I will be prosperous. I will be blessed and highly favored. I will have my cup overflowing. I will be anointed upon my head, as Psalms 23 says. Oh, Lord, that I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I will separate myself from the world and instead spend hours seeking you, God, in your presence through prayer and fasting and praise and study. Oh, God, that we would bring you into every circumstance, every situation of our life, God. We want to see your glory in the midst. I decree and declare that I will be set apart for his divine purposes. Thy will be done in my life as it is in heaven. We thank you, God, that we can decree and declare the promises of your word into our circumstances, and that we are being strengthened this very hour, that we are being enlightened with understanding of our growth and our position, God, to take authority. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We're going to pray, God, now, and thank you for who you are, for your word is a light at our feet. It is instruction and a guide on the path, God. We dedicate our life to you, Lord. We submit our will, our thoughts, our emotions, our ambitions, our plans. Oh, God, we we surrender those things to you. And as Jesus prayed in Mark 14, not my will, but your will be done. Oh, Lord, we pray the same prayer as our Savior taught us how to pray. God, we want our desire to be aligned with your desire. That that we want to take total obedience to your will for us, God. We want to be in alignment in a greater measure, Lord. It's not about uh, us. It's about your glory. Lord, we ask that you would work within us and through us and for us, God. That we will give you all the praise, honor, and glory but that you will give us good pleasure, as your word says. Lord, we trust in the details of your word into our lives, God. We trust in your covenant that you don't break, God. Help us to be more steadfast and firmly footed in the promises of your word. Lord, you have plans for us. You have thoughts and ideas for us. You have vision for our life, God. And may we embrace every moment a vision, an idea, and thought, and plan that you have for us, God. Your word even says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that, that you have plans for us to have an expected end, which is to prosper us, even as our soul prospers, that we would be blessed and highly favored, the head and not the tail. Oh, Abba Father, we trust in you. We trust that your ways are higher than ours, that your word does not turn back void, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And not only that, you're the fuller soap and the refiner's fire. God, we believe that through Christ Jesus, that you, you will do what you have to do to help us to be in our destiny, our calling in your kingdom, God. That we agree in the name of Jesus that you know what's best for us. That you will remove any relationship or habit or projects that are in our life that are not prospering us in your kingdom, God, that we would be completely rooted and grounded in your truth and light, Lord, 
that we would surrender anything that is not part of your perfect will for us and that we give ourselves over to you, Lord, as instruments in your hands. I give you all the glory in Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Amen. Shine Brightly podcast. Today we're going to be reading three psalms, and those psalms are about God rescuing us from calamities. It's also going to be about uh, justice and also, um, well, I'm sorry, it's about unjust uh, judgments rebuked. So, God and His authority. And then how we find ourselves um, falling away from the Lord, but yet in God's goodness, he calls us back to return to him. So we're going to be reading Psalms 80, 81, and 82. Let's start with 80. Hear us, O shepherd of Israel. Who, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned above the cherubim of the Ark of the Covenant, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your power and come save us. Restore us, O God. Cause your face to shine on us with favor and approval and we will be saved. O God, Lord of hosts, how long will you be angry with the prayers of your people? You have fed them with bread of tears, and you have made them drink bitter tears in abundance. You have us an object of contention to our neighbors, and our enemies laugh at our suffering. O God of hosts, and cause your face to shine on us with favor and approval, and we will be saved. You uprooted a vine, Israel, from Egypt. You drove out the Canaanite nations and planted the vine in Canaan. You cleared the way, you cleared away the ground before it, and you took deep root and filled the land, and the mountains were covered with its shadow and its branches were like cedars of God. Israel sent out its branches to the Mediterranean Sea and the branches to the Euphrates River. Why have you broken down its walls and hedges so that all who pass by pick its fruit? A boar from the woods eats its way and the insects of the field feed on it. Turn again in favor to us, O God of hosts. Lock down from, look down from heaven and see and take care of this vine. Even the stock which your right hand has planted, 
and you look down on the son that you have reared and strengthened for yourself. It is burned with fire, it is cut down, they perish at the rebuke of your angry appearance. Let your hand be upon man of your right hand, upon the sons of man who have made made strong for yourself. You've made strong for yourself, God. Then we shall not turn back from you. Revive us, and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord, God of hosts, and cause your face to shine on us in favor and approval, and we shall be saved. Praise God. It's a cry. It's an outcry to God. It's an outcry for revival and return and favor and restoration and for the light of his countenance to shine upon us. Here's Psalms 81. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob, Israel. Raise a song. Sound the timbre. The sweet sounding of the lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon, on the feast day. For this is the statute of Israel, an ordinance of God of Jacob. He established it for his testimony in Joseph. He, When he went throughout the land of Egypt, I heard the language of the one whom did not know, saying, I removed the burden from his shoulder. His hands were freed from the basket. You called in the time of trouble, and I rescued him. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you as the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, I will admonish you, O Israel, if you would listen to me. Let there be no strange God among you nor shall you worship any foreign god. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up from the hand of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not listen to my voice, and Israel did not consent and obey me. So I gave them up to stubbornness of their heart, to walk in the path of their own counsel. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways, and that I would quickly subdue and humble their enemies and turn my hands against their adversaries. Those who hate the Lord would pretend obedience to him and cringe before him, and their time of punishment would be forever. But but I would feed Israel with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock. I would satisfy you. Oh, did you not hear the outcry of God? We could hear the outcry of God's people in Psalms 80. And as we're reading 81, it's the outcry of God just for us to listen and hear Him, to hear His voice, to pay attention. And that if we would just, just change our ways and realign back into the will of His Word, is that he would subdue our enemies. Wow. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna finish with um, Psalms 82. 
God stands in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods, the divine beings. And how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Salah. Vindicate the weak and the fatherless. Do justice and maintain the rights of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Rescue them from the hand of the wicked. The rulers do not know, nor do they understand. They walk on in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles of administration of justice, are shaken. I said you are gods indeed, all of you, sons of the Most High. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like the one of the princes. Arise, O God, and judge the earth, for you belong all these nations and that's a reminder that these fallen angels like it says in jude they have crept in unawares they see themselves as divine beings and that they would rebel against god's order they they would take their own counsel and that they would would um, put that wickedness in the heart of man and take them with them and so this is a, a place where God uh, rebukes the unjust judgments. So when we look around and we see things going on in this world, a lot of us are, are seeing um, injustices around the world and even in our own nation. And we're seeing even injustices in relationships. And, and um, I've heard people say, you know, God, why are you? Why are the wicked getting away with this and that? And why are um, why are are good people dying? And there's so many questions uh, that they're they're asking God, and and God is saying that that He is a God of more than enough. He His ways are higher than ours, and we have no idea what anointing and birthing process that he's producing in his people and that's something that that we can hang on to meaning that it's god's will that we would prosper and as we look around and and see uh, wickedness abound and we see lawlessness and and how the enemy is trying to change the times and the seasons and control the narrative of uh, this world. These are places where we have to reach down deep inside and trust in God's word and begin to uh, dig into his word and be encouraged. You know, the word is not only the living word in which we are nourished and healed and delivered and set free uh, and comforted, but it's his counsel. His word is a counsel to us that we would have a hope and a way and that we would have understanding and a plan. And God sets these things in his word. So let's pray. Let's pray. Oh, Abba Father, we thank you for your word. Your word that impacts us in such a way, God, that will never be the same. It's always enough and always on time, God. 
that it helps us to see clearly, to understand, God, to have perspective. Lord, we thank you that your word said in Psalms 80 that you rescue us. You rescue your people from calamities and that you lead us like Joseph and his flock. You lead us and bring us to a place of restoration. You even uprooted your vine, your people, out of Egypt. And you drove the Canaanites out of the place in which you planted your vine. God, you are a marvelous God. You are filled with beauty and brilliance. And Lord, we want to we want to think on those pleasant things. We want to think on your sovereign, absolute, glorious handiwork. God, in your works for people and humanity. You bless not just those that are called by your name, that are saved in the name of Jesus Christ, but you even bless the unsaved with a yearning to, and they don't even know what's happening to them, but they're being drawn by the Holy Spirit to a place where they can hear the gospel. Oh Lord, we thank you for that supernatural strength that you have, God, that that you are full of goodness, even though that we may fall. And like your word said in Psalms 81, we may not hear what you're saying at the time. We may not see what you're showing us at the time. God, but you are full of goodness. You are full of goodness and that you will draw us unto you. You will, will draw us nigh. And you will help us, God. We can't do this without you. There, there's no way that we can redeem ourselves. There's no way that we have it in us alone without Christ Jesus. We thank you, God. We thank you for every provision, every promise, everything, God. And that you help us. You help us to be set free from those hindrances, God. And so in Psalms 82, Lord, we're reminded that even uh, the wicked are being rebuked. Even the wicked will have a time of rebuke and judgment. God, and and that is in your timing. And and Lord, we're all subject to your judgment. It says it in your word. Now, we, we have grace and we have mercy. And we have a relationship God, and that keeps our faith holy and clean, that we would know that that we will have to go before the judgment, the white throne judgment, God, but we also know that you you are our redeemer, and that you're going to help us to put down those things that are not good for us, God. Lord, we, we have mercy and grace in our hearts towards a lost humanity that they might be saved Lord and that even our enemies they may be set free from spiritual wickedness Lord but but that judgment seat and that destination of wickedness is in your hands God it's in your control you have the keys of heaven and hell and that is a great and mighty reason to to shout and to praise and to glorify you, God. So we thank you for this day. We thank you for the scripture, God, that you heard our cry, our outcry. Lord, help us to hear your outcry. And we're reminded that the the wicked, we will see 
the reward of the wicked, as it says in Psalms 91. But we have to trust in you, God. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Amen. us at the Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly podcast. What a day it was. We learned about the greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We uh, talked about today as a reminder to, to be set apart, sanctified, and consecrated as holy in the name of the Lord for his purposes to be set apart, especially for a time such as this. And then we also spoke and read, we read Psalms uh, 80. 81 and 82 and then we talked a little bit about it and um, it was so enlightening to see um, the, the transformation there going from our outcry to God crying out to us to hear him and then we're reminded that justice belongs to the Lord and such a timely message for today and what's going on as we look around and see lawlessness abounding but we have to be reminded to think on good things and those good things are that Christ is victorious that he is over all his throne is sovereign and he's triumphant and at the cross he conquered sin and death and evil and he took the keys of hell and so let's just ponder on these things and Remain positive and hopeful in God's kingdom that he is in control. And until we meet next time, blessings and shalom to you all. And may the grace of the Lord be with you.